Hi folks, it's Flynnvar here, thanks for tuning in. So, thanks to my quick thinking, my friends and I are back together, and even though we have our amulets, no one can remember the world being changed. Eidver took us back to Resistance HQ to hide, and there were lots of familiar faces lined up to fight Emperor Marvelous, with Janison still being the boss. What a guy! The plan was to collapse the portal to hell by taking out one of the pillars, but that was a suicide mission. So the new plan is to find the true Emperor and break him out of prison. Heist time! everybody and welcome to the terrible adventures of the Janison Breffitt's Parchment Company. My name is Penny D and I will be your dungeon manager today and since we're doing stuff with a prison I thought it'd be fun to do a bit of trivia about uh, why we might get sent to prison. I think the most likely reason for me to be sent to prison is because like there's certain people in my life right that if I see them I'm gonna start shit and that I will be very unlikely to like let's say I like run into my stepdad somewhere I'll probably cause a scene that will end up with me being arrested so um, can't really say what that might be he's also like a weenie and would probably like call the cops on just me being mean to him so oh, I could see that weenie. yeah I could see that really going so yeah I could I reckon the most likely reason for me to be sent to jail is because my stepdad walked into my general line of sight <laughs> ex stepdad public disturbance yeah, oh just that kind of thing. <laughs> Hi, my name is Steph, and I play Frankie, the human artificer. <laughs> Probably the reason I'd go to prison uh, would be because I'm, like, in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, I'd be, <laughs> I'd, like, walk into a room and be like, hey, I'm looking for the Starbucks, and it's, like, a terrorist plot or something, and then I'm just involved now because I, like, I walked in there. And Too I polite to realize. say you didn't yeah, want to do like, anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, honestly, oh. Frankie in real life, I think. <laughs> I 100% believe that that is the reason you would go to prison. Like, you're oh, not, yeah. you did nothing wrong. Literally, you did nothing you're wrong. You're just the sweet angel. <laughs> like, oh, cool. I don't believe in your your beliefs, but also this this is awkward. I'm in, I I can't leave in like in the middle of your speech. Yeah, yeah. and then it gets raided, yeah, and yeah, then you're yeah. like, oh, I'm too I'm too <laughs> nervous to like say I wasn't a part of this. I was just looking for the toilets. Like, <laughs> just yeah. like um, should I go? And everyone's like, yeah, perfect. Everyone into the driver's car. We'll get started now. <laughs> God, and I'm just like, cool, 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 cool. cool. I guess it's so true. And then. It throws off the whole investigation because the police are like, it doesn't make sense why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> like, Who are you? I don't know why I'm here. I'm just looking at the Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's too real, Steph. <laughs> I am Nathan, and I am Flinvar the Halfling Bard. Currently, the only one in this universe who knows what's what timeline's stuffed up. <laughs> and if I was to me personally was to go to prison i i thought about this i had two but i'm gonna go with the second one so i think that if i was traveling overseas i would be so conscientious of doing like the right thing culturally that i'll accidentally do something illegal in like a dumb law way like jaywalking because i'll be like oh can't wear tattoos in this spa so gotta cover myself but then jaywalk to like get a, like a shawl or something or a <laughs> shirt and just completely like be oblivious because i'll be so hyper focused of not doing something wrong that i'll accidentally right. do something wrong. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. also going to be my second one. Yeah. I don't want to push the traffic light button because I don't want to inconvenience these motorists. I'll just I'll just jump over while nothing's coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so good. My name's Liz, and I play Karen, the barbarian. And I would go to jail. <laughs> See, I've been a lot of places in the world, and I've done some jaywalking. I have walked over some, you know, light rail rails. Uh, I've, you know, things things that I could potentially go to jail for. But I think what I actually would go to jail for is, in true white woman fashion, breaking and entering in order to save an animal. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> it's it's a good one, and it's what I would do. But officer, there was a hedgehog in that jewelry store, and I needed to make sure he was gonna be okay. Exactly, officer. I saw a cat. In this, in this restaurant, and I was chasing it around, and that's why it looks like this, and I think the cat's got a broken leg, and they're like, get in the car! <laughs> I can't wait to hear what Poppy says, because all of you are victims of misunderstanding, and I'm just the victim of my own tantrum so far. <laughs> We're good people, and Penny's like, I'm gonna start a fight. <laughs> Hi, I'm Poppy. I play Ido, the tiefling rogue, and I guess I'm sort of along the same lines as Liz, in the sense that I could see myself being a vigilante who murders people that abuse animals. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, hell, hell yeah. I'm sick of it. But yeah, I think like me beating the shit out of someone who like neglects their animals or beats their animals is something that I could see myself going to jail for. So we're, we're really split into two groups here. Aggressive and silly boy. Which is, oh no, whoops, whoops accident. Or justice. I mean, I did say I would break into somebody's house to steal their pet, so, you know. I mean, that's still justice. That's team justice, though. Yeah, that is team justice. Well, not if you're just stealing the pet. Interesting enough, my second option was if I was to attend, like, a protest and it just got a bit too big and I just wasn't... Yeah, I was thinking that too, actually. (laughs) I can be the tiebreaker between the sleep boys and the... the I could see someone handing you a Molotov cocktail and you, like throwing it to get rid of it not to yeah. like aggressively yeah. <laughs> use it but like ah and like throwing it to the side and that's what causes the actual like protest to become a riot because you hit a cop yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I would be hit there a cop cause... with a molotov cocktail <laughs> like by accident tell it to the judge anyway this is not a vigilante justice slash accidental violence podcast it is a D D podcast Penny, i would argue that it is <laughs> Okay, fair. Anyway, this is a this is a D and D podcast in which we enact vigilante justice and accidental <laughs> violence. Sometimes we're gonna play some Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, it's time. It's time to do a prison heist. How do we all feel about that? Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm conflicted. <laughs> You are all standing across the courtyard from the main entrance to the Ymir City Prison. It's just a regular courtyard, you know, it's got cobbles, there's shops around, there's, you know, carts coming back and forth, there's, you know, a, a small, you know, a crowd of people, but, you know, it's not exactly abandoned. Uh, across the other side of the courtyard from you, the main entrance of the prison uh, is sort of a, like a tunnel without a roof on it. Uh, on the left, there appears to be some kind of booth with a guard in it who appears to be operating the door to get in any further. You've seen so far a couple of uh, Ymir City guards in uniform come in and out, uh, and to get inside, they have shown their identifications to the guy in the booth. You obviously want to get in past this guy, but you're going to need to come up with a plan to do so. What do you do? 
Otto was an animal, wasn't he? Oh, that's right. You tuned into a mouse, didn't you? It was yeah. small. Yeah, yeah you're I, a little I'm mouse pretty thing. confident it was a mouse. You are a mouse. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that at the end of the last episode, there was some kind of big explosion slash big sound, and it was the the resistance and the dwarven resistance doing a big uh, distraction. Yeah, so that's yeah, the idea is that the resistance and the insurgency have yes. all started commotions across the city to spread the guards thin. Yes. You heard a nearby, you know, explosion or sound of some kind, and um, that was kind of your signal for like, okay, it's time to go. So I believe I had the idea that Flynn, who is a like a famous arms dealer, and Frankie, who famously has the ear of the Emperor, should pretend to arrest Karen and take her in because she is, you know, the Dwarven insurgency, and take her... You literally just escaped yes. earlier today from uh, yes. from the guard, so it makes sense. And Flynn was there, but he can he's a guard, he can explain that. I don't know. And to kind of hustle, <laughs> hustle her inside with Ido as a mouse and use that as a distraction, use the distraction as kind of like, we don't have time, we'll, we'll get her inside, she's very dangerous, you have to deal with whatever's on the street kind of thing. I think was- it was also that um, you're gonna pretend to arrest Friskin and also I'm under um, Flynn's oh, yes. cat, like yes. Ratatouille. Yes, it was, Friskin, it was Friskin and Karen being arrested by Flynn and Frankie. Yes. How do you guys feel about that? Is that a good plan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll give this a go. And I also have suggestion which I can use, so. Yes. If things aren't quite working out, I can cast suggestion. Yeah, so if we get some, like, rope, and we kind of loosely tie rope around Karen and Friskin's kind of chest area and, like, arms and whatever, and okay. then Frankie, Frankie leads Friskin, and Flynn leads Karen, and they're just like, we gotta go! Like, we've caught these insurgents, like, rah, I don't know. I, you do that. I'm not the bard. Exactly, yeah. The bard just needs to puff up his chest and be like, yo, we found these poops. Yeah. All and right. just get them past. And Ido is, Ido is hiding in Friskin's hat. Flynn's, but yes. Flynn's hat. Yes, and I've got some rope. Wonderful. I, I'm not going to make you roll for the knots, uh, considering that they are pretend knots and only there for show. <laughs> Flynn, we've established that in your younger years you were you were trained for the army, so I imagine that you've got some uh, like knowledge of you know ropes and knots. Yes. So yeah, you guys uh, bustle out of the alleyway that you were hiding in um, and across the courtyard very quickly with uh, Flynnvar leading Karen and uh, Frankie leading Friskin. He's very amused. Uh, by this entire thing, but he's playing along. Like he, he also <laughs> wants to get inside, so he's fine with this. <laughs> you make it uh, to the entrance of the basically the the prison entrance, and you approach the window, the booth where the uh, the door operating guard is standing. So Flynn busts up, and the whole time that he's walking up to the booth, he's kind of angrily muttering to himself. And then when he gets to the booth, he he smacks Karen over the back of the head. Oh, and he goes. Yeah, she says, I won't let you get away with this. Too late now, Ropey McGee. I'm sick of this nonsense. I've got business conducting. You are making my sales dip. (gasps) And then he looks at the guy directly in the eye and he goes, open up. I've caught us a good one and I've got things to do. (laughs) Yeah. Roll me an intimidation check. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
Not a performance. No, the way that you went for it was definitely an intimidation roll. Yeah, that's a little intimidating. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. 24. I got a 17 on the dice plus 7, and that's 24, right? Yeah, that's you. Cool. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Wait, that's all right. Intimidation's still charisma. I'm fine. <laughs> the, the guard looks like he wants to ask more questions, but he clearly knows who you are, and his hand, like, hovers over the button for a sec, and he's like, okay, when you get in... Just take them straight through to processing and then hand them over. But you're not a guard, so that that's as far as you'll be able to go. Is that is that okay? Oh, I don't need credit for this. I just need them out of my way so I can be busy and, and get on with my life. But listen, mate. Uh, yeah, sure. Look, the other guards that were here with me, uh, there is some kind of... Uh, some kind of explosion or something, so that they've gone to check that out. So just take them in and try not to cause any trouble, okay? Yeah, open up. Uh, yep, uh, he pulls a lever that's like on the inside of his booth, uh, and ahead of you, the door into the prison like starts to rise. Before the door's fully out, Flynn's gonna start like aggressively pushing them towards it. Like, you know how you, people who are in the police force kind of shove a little bit before that you're meant to go where you go, you know, on TV? Yeah. He's gonna start doing that to look a little bit bolty, but not too hard, because he's also still polite. Because <laughs> he's a tiny little man. You bustle into the main uh, entrance of the prison, uh, and you find yourselves uh, in front of a in front of a very helpful uh, map, which I've just posted in the general chat. Woo! Honestly, Penny, you're a queen. <laughs> the door uh, begins to close uh, behind you, uh, and there don't appear to be any guards in the room with you right now, but that could change at any moment. So I'll give you guys a minute to look at the map and talk about that with one another. If you are a member of our Patreon, this map will be posted alongside the episode. Hopefully the cast will do a good job of explaining what it is they're looking at. <laughs> so Ooh. we are currently on... The exit you were here. Oh, level G? Yes. So oh, of course, yeah, there's level G. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I couldn't read. It's all right. So there's level G, and then below that is level B1 high security and the, the basement easy. yeah the basement basement <laughs> high security it looks like there's an elevator to get down there off the armory yeah Maybe. and just to the left of us uh, is the admin room yep. which is unrestricted so i think um if nothing else ido's gonna jump off un from under flynn's hat and head in there um, there's also yeah. a med bay in there, so I'll have a look in there. Frankie was going to head to admin to Google potentially where. Google. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good idea. So at the moment, there are three doors that you can go through. There, to the left is to admin, which is an unlocked, unrestricted door. To the right, there is the guard mess hall, which again is an unrestricted, unlocked door. And forwards from you, there is a key restricted door that leads like towards prisoner processing and visitation and like the main sort of like prison population. Yes. So Karen will start talk, start talk to Flynn. She's got. She goes. Oh, okay. Okay. Let us out. Let us out. Uh, get get these get these ropes off, please. Idafa, you said that you were already heading into admin. So, as a mouse, can you roll me a perception check in the room? Yeah, of course. Sorry, you also had a question. Oh, I was just going to say. So, there's no one in here. Uh, that's <laughs> what the perception check is for. Upward. <laughs> cool. That is an eighteen. You sort of sneak into the door, like underneath the door. You squeeze your little mouse body underneath the door <laughs> into the room. Based on your mouse uh, hearing and smell, the room currently appears to be empty. You can also smell some like 
chemical smells coming from a door to the right. Hmm. Obviously, I can't say anything, but is the door to the right open or open a crack or can I squeeze under? The door to the right, uh, which according to the map would be the med bay, the door is shut, but according to the map, it is not locked. Wait, um, I'm going to try squeeze underneath if I can. Cool. And what would you like to do in the med bay? I would like to have a look around. So I guess perception again. Cool. Yeah, roll me perception. With advantage this time. Yeah. I think, well, as a mouse, I get advantage anyway. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's advantage if it relies on smell, which I just kind of assumed it did, but... Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Um, So that is 17. You get to the door. You can't squeeze underneath of it. Uh, the, the, the gap underneath the door is just a little bit lower, but you can, again, tell from smell and tell from hearing there doesn't seem to be anyone in that room right now. Okay, well, that's good. So I don't have to worry about that room. Just in the rest of the admin room, what can I see? There's a couple of desks. There appears to be, like, you know, a dry erase board on a wall, as well as some clipboards. There's a few filing cabinets, uh, as well as... This just looks like the place where they, like, maybe do their rosters and store their information. Any computers? There's no computer. Computers don't exist in this world, so it's mostly... Well, like, computer-like things, I guess. Because I imagine that there's, like... Oh, no, I guess it would just be books, wouldn't it? It's yeah, it's, it's and books, clipboards, <laughs> and dry erase boards. Um, there's plenty of paper and filing cabinets in here, but no, like I, I don't think that we've progressed that level of technology um, yet. Uh, unless <laughs> Frankie was has been busy in between episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie would be the one to do it. Yeah, yes. and to confirm, there's no one in this room in the admin room. With your hearing and smell, you're pretty pretty confident there's no one in here. Okay, um, I'm just gonna leave you there. The uh, the rest of the party who are standing at the map. It's been like 10 seconds since Idafer went under the door. What are you guys doing? I'm going to follow Idafer. Okay, cool. You you um, go into the door and you're able to confirm from your uh, height advantage that, again, there's no one in this room. <laughs> cool. I'm going to start looking for specifically probably filing cabinets that uh, may be locked or like not open to the everyday general population of guards uh roll me an investigation check um you can use your eyes of minute seeing okay flinvar karen and friskin you guys are still at the map what are you guys up to so karen has gotten flynn to take off the ropes and now she's just kind of winding them back up and putting them in her bag and she says does anybody have like paper and pen we should probably copy this down Oh, I, do. I think it's always. funny that we were parchment company people and now we don't even have a pen and paper. <laughs> <laughs> Flynn always does. Yeah, that, that makes sense that you would have uh, paper <laughs> and pencil on you. You've been to the Janice and Briefitt's parchment company today, so Karen, you might even have a notepad on you. Uh, yep. Flynnvar and Karen, go ahead and just roll me a quick a quick performance check just to see either of you roll without advantage, um, just to see how accurately you're able to sketch <laughs> down this map. Okay. Da, 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 da. 31. Yeah, Flynn, perfect. Like, <laughs> you're so used to quick notes that you've got this thing down, potentially with more detail than the map itself. Nice. <laughs> you have a good map on you. You don't have to sit here and look at it anymore. Yay. After that, Karen will say to Friskin, do you think you could uh, keep watch here for a little while while we go into the admin? I mean, if someone comes in, like, if someone sees me just hanging around here, they're going to ask me what I'm doing. Oh, you're totally right. I, I do apologize. All right. Let's all go in together then, I suppose. And um, she'll lead Friskin and Flynnvar over to the admin room and just kind of bow them in through the door. Okay. Uh, Frankie, how did you do on your investigation check? I rolled a natural 20, which makes oh, it a 32. Hell yeah. Well oh done. Oh my gosh. 
Good start, team. <laughs> so with that high of an investigation check, you find everything there is to find in this room. <laughs> <laughs> on the dry erase board there is a guard patrol schedule Ooh. suggesting that they move from the guard mess to the armory and then through general population and then back to the guard mess again through processing uh, every about 20 minutes or so there's like guards who are stationed in general population or gen pop as we're going to call it okay but the rotation cycle seems to be around every 20 minutes and you also have enough information from that to assume there are up to probably 40 guards on duty at any given time sprinkled around the facility okay with the majority of them probably about half of them would be in general population half of what's left would be in the guard mess and the other ones are just sort of like on rotation oh my gosh okay a lot more than i thought and you're also able to determine that the four green g's that you can see are also guards who are stationed in like certain areas sure. uh, who are in control of some of the doors sure i don't would like to run over to the guard mess. The idea is that Ido being a mouse would kind of freak people out. Like, <laughs> you know how if you see a mouse in your kitchen, like, oh. And the idea is to give the rest of the team a warning of who's in a room. He'll go in, make himself known if there's anyone there, and then they'll make noise to let them know. Interesting. It's fine. I do have a bit more information to give Frankie, though. So if you want to do that, that's great. I'm happy to do that. I just want to finish distributing the information that Frankie's found. Cool. On top of the guard patrol schedule, you find a roster of prisoners, and you also find that for a natural 20, I was going to make you roll insight, but for a natural 20, I'll tell you, you don't find Silver's name on the roster of prisoners, um, but you also find two effects. One, there is no one listed as being a level B1, but also there are guards scheduled to patrol down there. Huh. Weird. Huh. Yes. That's interesting. If there's no one down there. And there are meals being sent there. Mm. He's 100% down there. How many meals a day? Uh, there's two morning meals and two afternoon meals being sent to B1 uh, at the moment, according to the dry erase board schedule. Frankie, were you sharing this as you were finding it out? Yes. Okay, so I'd like for them to be noted, uh, have noted it down as we went on the back of the map. Okay, so I'll leave you guys just for a minute while we while we follow Idafa. Ido, in your mouse form, you're going to scuttle out from underneath the admin door, and you actually, like, as you're coming under the door, you see a couple of guards walking from the locked door to general population. They come through it, they lock it with a key behind them, and then they walk uh, through the lobby area into the guard mess. There was a pair mm. of them together. Interesting. And they obviously didn't see me? No, they didn't. They didn't see you at all. Cool. All right. So is the door to the guard mess closed? They go through it. So you're able to get a look at, as they go through it. It's definitely not locked. It's almost like a swing door. Like there's, you don't even, there's not even a handle. It would just be something you push from either side to go through. Sweet. All right. Um, I am going to go through and I guess just see how many people are in there. Sure. Um, roll me a perception check. Uh, you can have advantage. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> I've got a net 20. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> nice. You guys are on a roll today. Oh, man, I hope these natural 20s keep up and don't <laughs> suddenly, suddenly <laughs> drop off. <laughs> <Don't say it>. <laughs> <laughs> Idafa, there appear to be uh, about eight guards uh, just lounging in that room, you know, making food. They've taken off their, like, heavy armor and they're just sort of sitting in the sort of under uniform. They, they're definitely, like, they maybe consider themselves off duty because they're very like casually hanging around in this room. Uh, but there are about eight of them. Okay. I'm assuming there's like benches and tables and stuff they're eating on and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely like a dining room table and a little kitchen area as well as like some couches and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little lounge space. 
Okay, I am going to jump onto a kind of central table. Okay, so you're going to just reveal yourself up there? Still as a mouse, but yes. Okay, uh, what is the purpose of this? This is to cause a ruckus. Oh, okay. (laughs) I would like you to roll an intimidation check with disadvantage, please, because that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to, like, psych them out. Um, Wait, let me have a look and see what other things I think it's more appropriate. (laughs) the thing is if you're like i am getting up onto the table because i'm trying to cause a reaction amongst them um i do realize that a mouse is not intimidating in the general sense but you're trying to get like a panic and reaction out of them which i still consider to be that sort of role would i do performance the act of being a mouse is not really a performance you'd have to do something else um for it to be a performance check rather than an intimidation check you'd have to like add something to this I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll take away the disadvantage because it feels a bit mean. So <laughs> can you roll me an intimidation check to see how you go trying to spook these guards? Okay. That is a good idea. That is 12. Uh, there's two guards who are eating at the table. Appear to be eating some kind of stew. So I'm going to roll uh, for them. Uh, I Both of them rolled seven. Uh, so, so they're terrified. They yeah. hated that. <laughs> So the first thing that happens is uh, one of the guards sees you and he spits his stew onto the other guard and then the other guard like also panics and goes to flip the table, uh, sending oh you god. flying across the room. Can you just roll me an acrobatics check with advantage? Oh my god. 19. You land on a, a like a soft part of a couch uh, and you're able to scuttle underneath of it really quickly uh, before anybody else sees you uh, as the guards in the room start like complaining about infestations and like start like kind of freaking out and talking about how there's a, there's mice in their food and they're talking like, oh, you know, the grain's always got moths in it and I ate a moth last week and it was disgusting. Oh. <laughs> and all the guards begin like searching the room to see if they can find you. Oh my gosh. Okay. So back to us, can, do we need to roll to. A, a perception check or anything to see if we can hear this palaver that's happening in the guard mess? Idafa wasn't able to communicate to you that he was leaving or where he was going, so yeah. I would say no. If he'd made okay. some effort to tell you, like, hey, I'm going over that way, keep an eye out. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Friskin's a cat and he's got particularly good hearing, so I'll just quickly roll a perception check for him to see if he heard the table being flipped over. Mm. Uh, he did not. Okay. Uh, Karen is going to try the door to the med bay. Oh, I want to follow. It's unlocked. If it's unlocked, she'll she'll head on in and take a look around to see what's good. Cool. It seems to be a small medical examination room. There's like a little, you know, in the center, there's like a little bed slash sort of kitchen island type seat that you, you know, sit on. There's some medicines in a cabinet and there's a few, you know, like basic medical tools like a stethoscope sure. as well as just like some general medical notes. Uh, nothing sort of major in this room and the only way in and out is back to admin. I'd like to just do a quick check to see if I can find any medical records of the prisoners. Roll me an investigation check. DC is going to be 17. Okay. Can Flynn also look for, like, uh, there's a stethoscope, but for a medical uniform? (laughs) Roll me an investigation check as well. Okay. All you find is, like, a sexy nurse outfit. Oh, (laughs) yuck! (laughs) I got a 17! Very well done. (laughs) Uh, Karen, you are able to go through medical notes. You don't find... Uh, medical notes for silver but you do find medical like everyone else is really like the notes are all kept up to date really clear right and you can tell that there are two patients who are intentionally not named is there anything strange about their medical records is there anything (laughs) different being done to them that isn't being done to the other prisoners 
Sure. One of them you can see seems to have the doctors written down that uh, the heart, they have, you know, the beginnings of a heart condition that may be something or maybe nothing. Mm. The other prisoner that is not named is really focused on nutrition and just talking about sort of the bare minimum nutrition that this person would need to sort of like stay active, but not like not thrive. Interesting. I believe that one will be silver. Okay, (laughs) fantastic. Yeah, she's going to head back out. Uh, you don't find any uh, medical equipment or badges or like, there's no doctor's, you know, white coat or anything in here. Okay, he just wants to grab the stethoscope that was already around then. Sure, yeah, you have a stethoscope. Uh, Frankie, what are you up to? I don't know, milling around in the admin looking for anything else that might be of use. You rolled a natural 20 on your investigation check, so I gave you everything. Yep. Like, there's, you are confident yeah, that there's, yeah. there's no information here that you're missing. I'm pretty much just waiting for everyone else to get done. To move on. Just kind of awkwardly interacting with Friskin, like, uh, so, uh, how'd, make small talk? how'd yeah. you get, how'd you get started in, uh, Rebellion? Yeah. <laughs> Frankie's not good with small talk. <laughs> okay. Friskin tells you that when he was a kid, he grew up in a, in a monastery with a bunch of other monks. Uh, and one day, uh, Master Speck came there looking for allies and they couldn't wait to get rid of him because of how, like, high energy and hyperactive he was like he never stopped training and so the monks couldn't wait to like pass him off to this like traveling warlord who wanted soldiers i would just be like oh i think you're pretty cool friskin he's like yeah thanks man i think i'm pretty cool as well he doesn't he doesn't return the compliment he just agrees with you about himself that's That's like that's that's what i would expect the guards are currently searching for you uh are you making any attempt to hide yeah pretty much like if they're coming near the couch then i'm gonna move (laughs) <laughs> are you like trying to get into another space or are you uh, like are you just like hiding in the couch what's your are you trying to exit what's your plan my question is is the couch back against a wall yes okay perfect so on how far away is the door from here so you would be if you're looking at the map you would be uh on the east wall um just just below where the entrance to the stairs is so you're like across the room from there Okay. And finally, are there any shelves or bookcases or anything high that I could get up onto? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say in the, the um, southeast corner, there is like a little space where there's like books and magazines and stuff um, on a shelf that you absolutely could climb into that if you wanted to. Perfect. Yeah, that would be my goal is to get to the top of that and kind of like hide amongst the books and magazines and things. I'm going to roll an investigation check for the guards. Your choice. You can either roll a stealth check with advantage or you can roll an athletics check to get up there quickly. Uh, I'll do stealth with advantage. <laughs> well, I got a nat 20 again, um, <laughs> which is not good news for the rest, like for the <laughs> end of the <laughs> episode, but that's okay. <laughs> There's a moment where like we see you like huddled underneath the couch, looking up at the top of this bookcase. And then we see like a guard like walk over prison break style and like get down on his knees and go look under the couch and the music like ramps up and then it sees what he sees and you're just not there. And he stands up and he's like real confused and scratches his head and the focus pushes to the shelf behind him and you're just already up there. Because I can see exactly <laughs> what you're describing. There's no explanation for how you made it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, gosh. So cool. For now, you are safe. Uh, the guards are unlikely to check the top of the shelf for you. So back to the other group. Guys, you've got, you don't have Idafa with you. You don't know where he's gone. Mm. And you have, from admin, uh, two potential routes to get to the elevator. Yes. We can either go through the guard mess, across the stairs, or we can go through the locked doors into general population. Where you would be seen by a guard. 
both methods are very likely to be seen by guards. Yeah, because we have to go through the guard mess. However, I believe if we kind of hang out... I reckon you could take out eight guards. <laughs> yeah. I reckon we could take out eight guards too. But <laughs> if we hang out kind of at the door to the outside, like in that corner, if a guard, if the, because the guards patrol in pairs, right? Yeah. If the guards come through that restricted door, they won't be able to see us immediately because we'll be kind of hidden behind the med bay wall. And we can jump him. There's only two of them. And then we've taken down two guards and we've got a key. Hell yeah. If we do that in general population, and there's other like prisoners around Whoa. that could start a riot. riot. They'll all be there, and then we'll be not there. Oh my gosh, we can yes, we so we can get the key from this little area. We can rush through into general population. We can start a riot mm -hmm. and take down more guards there. That's a great idea. I I vote we do that. Same. I like it on the record that Liz just said we could start a prison riot. That's a great idea. <laughs> what? I want that clip so that I can I can isolate it and and bring it up later <laughs> when this turns bad. So so Flynn's like that's an amazing idea, Karen. I'd I'd love to do that, or either just a, like original attack the guards in the missile and then steal the armor and then go like the pretend route or the like smash and grab route. Those are the kind of our two options. But we don't have any idea how many guards are in the mess hall. Yeah, I wish Ida was here to tell us. <laughs> he did go somewhere under the doors. I think he was pre-exploring. He was doing some good scoping, but... Uh, I hope he's okay. Uh, anyway, the the thing is, is... Wait, what if he's dead? Okay, okay. Frankie, from the scheduling information that you gathered, you guessed that in the mess there would be less than 10 guards in there at any given time. You might get lucky and catch as little as four to six, depending on who's on like what stage of the patrol you're at. But you would guess that in that room there would be less than less than ten, and they probably won't be like fully geared up like they would be in Gen Pop. I'm not telling you a specific way to go. I've left this open so that you guys can pick your own route. Um, I'm just making sure that you have all the information that that natural twenty would have given you. Okay, cool. I mean, I would, I would tell them all this. I'm like, hey, look, you know, yeah. at any one time, there's this amount of people in the guard mess. Maybe there'll be less. Maybe there'll be more. But we don't, we don't know for sure. Okay. So if we if we go the the right, it's quicker. If we go the mess hall, it might be a little bit harder, but it will be more stealthy. So once we clear out that guards, as long as we keep them contained from running this way and that, we can steal their armor and just walk past the other guys, right? And as long as it's in pairs or something, I don't know. Oh, stealing the armor. Because well, you don't want them to move them, right? Do you think they'll move them? Move, move what? Oh, move the prisoner. Uh, a silver, I mean, yeah, move the prisoner. Because if my prison was being attacked, I would send people to my most valuable member, right, and be like, keep that prisoner extra guarded now because who, no one cares about the You're other. You're not wrong, but I think it also depend on you know because they're already stretched thin, and if there's a huge cliff level. That's true in the general population, they'll want to contain that as quickly as possible by using probably everyone else that's available. That's true. Friskin, if we sent you to start a riot in general population, <laughs> would you be able to get out? You know what? That is a question I ask myself every single day. <laughs> Look, I'm very fast, and I can punch very fast, and I'm good at martial arts. And I'm kind of hot. <laughs> I typically don't like being hit with batons and uh, I could give it a go. 
I think I'd be alright to hold things down for a little while, but the upside to that is I get to beat a lot of people up and I get to get some of this energy out that I'm sort of coping with right now. The downside being that I would almost definitely set some alarms <laughs> off. Yeah. Well, maybe that setting alarms want to do. Just up the top, though, not down the bottom. Hmm. It's, it's so hard to operate without complete information. Should we do rock, paper, scissors? I suppose we should just go into the guard mess and just see what's there. Oh my gosh. And just if there's people there, we just block the doors and stop them getting through. I just want to check. Um, so none of the guards have exited the guard mess because of my commotion. We are working with like a three minute time frame at the moment. Oh, so okay. <laughs> I would imagine the two guards that saw you are still like looking around for you. And the other ones, they're on break. Like they're not going to go to work early because <laughs> someone said that they saw a mouse where they probably just have bad stew. <laughs> so no, no one's exited. And you know, Idafa, from the fact that some guards just came out of general population that there's probably maybe... 15 minutes before the next two are going to go on sort of cycling patrol. Okay. So we have about 15 minutes. If if we, if we Idafa can get this information to us, we have about 15 minutes to beat up all the guards in the mess hall before something starts to get suspicious. Easy. I'm going to go ahead just because I really want to keep this arc moving and we could sit here and deliberate. I'd really like That's to true. see some kind of uh, decision about you've got, basically you've got two options. Which one do you guys want to take? Mess hall. All right. Let's go to the mess hall because... I think, worst case scenario, we're going to need to rescue Idafa. Okay. And we can get their gear, right? Their armor. Yes. Yes, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's always a good And thing we might to be get. able to still create a riot in the, in the end of it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Kia ora, Penny here. I hope you're doing good and enjoying the new episode so far. I'm really loving editing this arc because the players have very embraced the chaos and I hope that's translated well into these edits. Thank you to our patrons for supporting the show. James Courtright, Samsara, Waffles Loves You and Hopes You Have a Good Day, Claire McDonald, Jules Bergeser, Violet, Shobna Lee, Alex Moore, Lyndon Hood, Jesse Wesson, Disturbed1NZ, Andrew Evans, Lunacress, William Evans, Steffi James is Awesome and Danielle Tea Lady, Lady of the Tea. Alongside this episode, I've posted the prison map that I created to our Patreon so our supporters can see what the players can see as we navigate inside Ymir City Prison. If you're keen to access that kind of bonus content, or you would like to become a supporter of the terrible adventures of the Janice and Breffitt's Parchment Company, go check out patreon.com slash jbpcpodcast to become an official employee for just a few bucks a month. That's you paying us a few bucks a month, not the other way around. You can also find us on social media at facebook.com slash Janice and Breffitt's podcast and on Twitter on at JBPC podcast. Music credits. Thanks to Bobby Richards for 19th Floor, Anno Domini Beats for Contrast, Jeremy Blake for Cool Revenge, Track Tribe for Drop the Tapes, Mini Vandals for In Five Straight Rows, Div Kid for Rinse Repeat, Diala for Solicious and Nefix for The Itch parentheses Instrumental. The next episode of The Wish Scroll will be out in two weeks, December 10th. Until then, have a lovely time and stay safe as we hit the summer. Wear sunblock, pace yourself, and call your mum. She worries. All right, back to the episode.
I just would like to check what strategy are you using? Are you just walking into the mess hall like you're supposed to be there? Are you trying to sneak in? Are you bursting in and going for the element of surprise? What's your uh, what's your strategy here? Burst in, surprise, and attack. Yeah, Karen is voting for element of surprise buster now. Okay, who's going first? Can we suggest that Friskin goes in, guys, in case there's another door so that he can... His priority is to bust in, go to the other door if there is one, and then... Oh, we know there is one. And then block it. So and he can, block like, it. block it. Yeah. That is a great idea. Yes. And then we can find Ida Foot. So Friskin's going to go first. This feels like a speed move to me, so I'm going to roll a dexterity check. He is a monk, so this will probably be okay. Yay. Yes. Basically, he's going to burst in the door and as quickly as possible move to the door to the bypass and attempt to block it so that no one can go through there. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. please. He rolled an 18 plus 5. So you guys are good. Uh, you all sort of like walk across the lobby area. Karen, you give him a little like, you know, signal to go uh, and he vanishes. Like he's so fast that the door suddenly starts like swinging back and forth a little bit. Like he's gone through there and he goes and stands at the bypass area and people in there start shouting. Uh, Idafa, you see this happen. You see um, him move across the room super fast um, and use his body to block the door out of the room. Okay. Perfect. Um, can I, I know that we're doing like you guys busting in, but at this point, because I see Friskin, can I um, jump into my tiefling form and join him? What action would you like to take? Are you going to try and disable any of the guards or are you just going to go stand by him? Is there any guard like right near me? Yeah, yeah, there'd be a few. You, basically, if you jumped off the top of the shelf, um, it transformed back, you could probably land on one or two people. Yeah, Perfect. do it! <laughs> yes, I would like to do that, please. Uh, and do what when you land on them? Uh, am I allowed to attempt to kill one? Yeah, go for an assassinate. Okay, but you can only do that with one of them. Yes, that's cool. Cool, okay, this is going to be a sleight of hand check, I think. Go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand check to see if you can um, jump down and slit one's throat before he notices you. Okay, um, because I'm tra transforming into myself, it's back to my own stuff, right? Yes, back to your regular stats. Thank God. <laughs> that is so sexy of Idafer to jump down and just slit someone's throat. Oh my god, <laughs> isn't that? Okay, um, sleight of hand. Karen is so different. That I rolled 19 and my side of hand is 11. Yeah, you're good. Oh my god. Um, you see Friskin move and in the like seconds, like in the moment that it takes them to like notice and then the first response is to shout. In the time that it takes you for that, you like do a little mouse running jump and like spread your arms and legs out. Uh, you transform back and you land on a guy's shoulders. You've already got your dagger in your hand and you just slit his throat. There's no way that he could recover from that. That's an insta-kill. Oh. There are now seven guards in the room, uh, and everyone turns and notices you in slow motion. Karen, Flynn, Frankie. <laughs> Karen is going to hustle Flynn and Frankie through the door first because she wants to be the one to block off this door. Okay. So she's going to get them to go through the door first, and her movement is going to be taking a defensive stance against the door from the guard mess into the entrance hall. And if I can, I'm going to get my great axe out. That's fine. Yeah. You summon your axe, you shove them through the through the door in front of you. Yeah. Flynn and Frankie, go ahead and roll me perception checks, please. 15. 24. You both burst through the door at the same time. Frankie, you have a little bit of a height advantage here, and I'm going to describe this moment in slow motion. You, like, burst through this door, and the first thing you see is, like, a stream of blood, like, squishing out of this guy's neck as Idafa stands on his shoulders, like crouches on his shoulders, and he's just starting to collapse down. The rest of the guards are turning towards that, so at the moment they all have their backs to you, 
And the other thing that you notice for getting over a 20 is that in the southwest corner of the room, there does appear to be a switch that would sound an alarm. There are seven live guards in the room, uh, as well as Idafa and Friskin. Frankie, you rolled higher, so you can take your action first. I would like to try and get to that switch to block it to prevent guards from sounding the alarm. Are you going to make any aggressive actions on your way, or are you just going to block that part of the room? Probably not going to make any aggressive actions. Frankie's not overly aggressive. Uh, Okay, (laughs) then in that case, I would say um, you can roll me an arcana check, and if you roll high enough, you can like, it's like a fire alarm, you could like pull the part of it off the wall that oh, is actually the switch so that it can't be sounded uh well i rolled a natural 20 so that's a 29 in total <laughs> you guys are you guys cheating i promise oh. i'm not what is happening no, today you guys, are, you guys are rolling amazing okay that's cool that's fine um frankie uh for a natural 20 i'm gonna say that you like run up springboard off of like, a futon uh, <laughs> and you do like a diving flip you, you had a jetpack before, right? When you were using flight, yeah. your jetpack stabilizes your flip and you're able to grab onto like perfectly with some tinkerer's tools and you're just able to quickly, just like without even a second thought, just pop the lever part off of the alarm off so that it can't be sounded. So cool. Sick. Flynn. Awesome. What's your move? There's still seven lifeguards in this room. So Flynn's going to cast greater invisibility on himself and then he's going to move to the closest person and then get in position with his sword not the laughing blade just as a normal sword and he's gonna try and hamstring them when he next can nice what do you mean by hamstring like tie their shoes together no cut the back of their calves muscles oh okay that's much more brutal than i was expecting sorry (laughs) tie their shoes together no (laughs) so i'm gonna i'll say that you can get the invisibility off as you go through the door which means that you are a non-factor for the guards they don't know you're there so yeah go ahead and roll me a stealth check are you going for the the hamstringing immediately or are you waiting for something else to happen before you before you do it. Nope, as soon as I'm invisible, I'm gonna go hamstring Savvy. Roll me a stealth check. If you get over 15, you get one of them. If you get over 20, you can hamstring two people. And if you get over 25, you hamstring three people. Oh my God. Whirling dervish. <laughs> That's one of I the slimes 14. from Slime Rancher. <laughs> you got 14 did you say 14 yeah uh so you don't successfully manage to do this okay the armor that the first guy is wearing because he's like wearing it under a pair of like there's like armored under a pair of slacks under a pair of pants Mm -hmm. you aren't able to uh to to get that off and that one guard felt that so he now knows that something is there okay karen that's useful information though is anybody coming towards Karen? I would say, look, this has all happened very quickly and there's a lot of people moving of which you are probably doing some of the least amount of movement. So yeah. I'd say as of this moment, which is like, you know, three seconds since you pushed everyone through the door, no one has like made eye contact with you yet. Okay, that's fine then. I just keep my position at the door. I'm going to be fighting mostly defensively. So hopefully what what's going to happen is people are going to kind of be guided towards Karen and then she's going to take them out. Everyone has now had a turn and we're only one guard down. So the guards are now going to move. Idafa, two guards are going to attempt to beat you down with batons. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) They can baton on that. Oh my God. Nate. (laughs) Can you take nine bludgeoning damage? The two closest ones to you uh, draw their batons and both like strike you. 
Oh, so I don't get to roll to try and dodge? Well, you have uncanny dodge, which you could use as a reaction. So you could half that damage. I think you also have evasion, but that only works on dexterity saving throws. Because we're not in combat. So I'll just bring it down to, is it four or five I'll bring it down to? Uh, bring it down to four. Four, okay, sweet. And I'll, I'll, to flavor that, I'll say that you're able to like grab one of the guards by like the inside of his shoulder um, so that that swing is ineffective because your arm is in the way. Okay, sweet. Uh, but then you're hit in the back of the head with the with the other guy's baton. Oh. So that's two of them. Another two are going to rush at Karen. Yeah. These guys are going to have swords. Actually, no, spears. They're going to come at you with spears. Oh. One of them misses you. Uh, he rolled a two. Uh, the other one is going to uh, try to basically go for your go for your shoulder um, and pale you through the shoulder. Mm. Um, can you please take five piercing damage um, as that goes into goes into your shoulder? Yes, I can take five piercing damage. Flynnvar, the guy that you tried to uh, hamstring, <laughs> is just going to take a blind swing uh, with his baton at you. Um, he doesn't know that you're there, but he knows something is there he's gonna have disadvantage he went too high he did obviously he doesn't know you're a halfling so he went for a swing it just kind of goes over your head and um like lightly displaces your hat but not even doesn't even come all the way off your head Flynn's mad now. Flynn's mad now. Frankie, the guard uh, who is closest to you is going to, he's boiling some noodles on a stovetop, is going to oh. throw that hot water at you. God, that hurts, by the way. He misses, so you, there's like a there's like a splat of like boiling water and noodles like on the wall next to you, and the remaining guard is going to uh, try to tackle Frisket, which he actually, actually, I'm going to have to roll for Frisket. He actually successfully does. Like, oh Frisket goes into a defensive stance, uh, like a martial arts stance, but this guy's clearly knows what he's doing he must be like a high like you know a college wrestler or something yeah. around the middle and goes tries to force him to the ground we're back into the party taking actions there's still seven guards up and uh, about and there is shouting and commotion coming from this room so you're probably going to need to deal with this and move on as soon as you can because alarms are coming okay could i go first you any order i've got two guys right next to me you also have a spear through your shoulder yeah uh, Karen kind of, this is a more gentle Karen. This is a kind of a sneakier Karen, but she still has those same things within her. So what, this, like what beast do you, cause you've got your totem things there. Yeah, I believe I, I haven't, I haven't actually set it. Should I say oh, okay. it now? Should I say it you now? Should just have this, unless you moved them, you should just have the same ones that you had before. It's been a while. I can't remember. I think I had. You would have had tiger, like tiger and elk, I think I had, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I had tiger. So... I'm going to use my bonus action to rage because this this Karen is not as used to getting hurt, but oh, that spear through her shoulder. Oh, oh, that fills her with anger. So she kind of pushes it away with one arm and thrusts forward with her great axe at that guard. And I would like to roll to attack him, please. If you can roll over 25 with your attack roll, you can hit both of them with the swing. Okay, cool. That is a 17 plus 9. So that's a 26. That's over 25. It's over 25. <laughs> now, anyone right. in the room who is maybe looking at this would see Karen get impaled through the shoulder by a spear and then just like out of her eyes and her ears and her mouth, just hellfire just spears spills out of her <laughs> as she just with her other arm just grabs the spear pulls it out of her shoulder and then like with her with her axe just slices clean through these two guys one of them like neck to shoulder and the other one just across his abdomen Whoa. 
as you just open these two guys up and they they slump <laughs> to the ground. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are now down to five able-bodied guards in the room. So Flynn wants to die, uh, like find any bear skin and stab at it on the guard that was was with Friskin. The one that's the one that's grappled Friskin. Go ahead and roll me a quick perception check. Eleven. From what you can gather, either the small of the back or the back of the neck are probably like in the space between the armor and the helmet are probably the um the two places that you would imagine there isn't, or you know the feet. Maybe the bottom of the feet is um the places that you could go for where you would imagine you'd have a clean shot. How can he reach the back of the neck? Yes, because it's a long sword. It's a yeah, sword. you'd be fine. He's also tackling him, so you don't have to climb him because he's like oh, he's he's, he's, he's in my level. horizontal, so you'd be able to do that quite easily. He feels bad about it, but he's going for the neck. Okay, cool. Roll me an attack roll. Oh, I got oh, I got an eighteen on the dice. Sorry, Ooh. sorry, guy. Uh, green sword is goodbye. Attack bonus plus seven. Ah. Uh, 25 to hit. Uh, this guy very quickly goes limp. He went from using high technique wrestling maneuvers to like tackle uh, Friskin to the ground and he very quickly, his whole body goes limp and he just <laughs> lies there sort of bleeding out of the back of his neck. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that'll happen. Flynn <laughs> just pats him on the head. Sorry. <laughs> We're down to four guards in the room. And there's still the two near me? Yes. Is it possible for me to change my dagger to my sickle? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I would like to do that. And if they were beating me, did I fall over? You would be crouching, but you haven't, like, you got hit once with a, like, a cudgel, like a baton. Mm. So a, a couple more hits, so you'd probably be prone, but not yet. Okay, I'm going to use my sickle to, like, grab at, I guess, kind of a similar thing to what Flynn did with the ankles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're kind of get you're trying to get the sickle kind of around his oh, leg. Yes, oh. yes. yeah. <laughs> Which one? The one that you blocked, or the one that hit you with the baton? The one that hit me, man. <laughs> okay, <laughs> roll me attack roll. Okay. Uh, you have to get over fifteen to accomplish this. Oh God, fingers crossed. I got, I rolled a fourteen, but it's plus two for Kate's resolve. Yeah. <laughs> Your dagger, like, you know, shimmers in your hand and transforms into the big hook-shaped sickle, and you, like, reach down to this guy's feet and just, like, use the sickle to, like, cut through the tendons on the back of his ankles, oh. um, and he starts to fall, but he also starts to scream because you've done nothing to prevent him from talking. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair. Yep. We're down to three guards in the room. Oh, is he dead? Uh, three able-bodied guards. He's not okay. dead, but he's also not fighting back anymore. He is writhing <laughs> on the ground. Frankie would like to summon Hotwire. The gun. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and shoot at if there's any guards either closest to him or coming towards him. So there's three remaining. There's one of the two that's in combat with Idafa. There is the guy who... Uh, Flinvar attempted to uh, hamstring it but failed, and there's the guy that threw his noodles at you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go for the guy that threw his noodles at yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> And you are going to you're going to shoot him with your crossbow. Where are you aiming? I want to aim for probably his neck <laughs> and disable voice box. Okay, mm, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. So go ahead and roll me an attack roll. Um, I'll say if you get more than 15, um, then you can accomplish this. That's a natural 20 again! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Your rolls have been amazing.
amazing today. Three natural 20s in, in like such a short amount of time. Please take a, a DM inspiration point that you can hold on to until the prison break is over. Okay. And for those listening, um, Steph has actually sent us proof of these roles, so. Yeah, we're looking, we're looking at him. We're looking at him. So I, I don't believe it myself. My players don't cheat. I think we all know from the amount of times that Frankie has tripped over his scarf that Steph doesn't cheat. Plus, when you dud rolls, you 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 cheat yourself out of the story. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's so much Frankly, fun to right. fail. However, oh my God, is it fun to succeed? Yeah. Frankie, I'm gonna I'm gonna just paint you a little picture here. You've just finished doing this perfect disable of the alarm. You like saw a reflection of some noodles coming at you and you like turned your body into a question mark shape to avoid getting hit by it. <laughs> and then there's like a cool anime moment where like the camera like backs away from your face down your arm and we see the the like red crossbow in your hand and it like sparkles a little bit. Uh, and you're going to like pull the trigger on it, like one eye closed, pull the trigger. It strikes this guy in the neck, and the uh, the electricity uh, zaps him uh, to the point that he is uh, he is unconscious. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, I would like to God. add in a note that I think Ido would see this out of the corner of his eye, and he's like, "Whoa, that was really hot." <laughs> <laughs> we are now down to two guards left in the room. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and roll a frisk and check because he's still got to go. Frisk and check. Friskin rolled a natural 20. Yay! Oh my god! There is a burst of air around the room, and the remaining two guards kind of shake a little bit, like they've had impacts, like several impacts each hit them within the space of a second, and they both collapse. And then you look over at the door where Friskin was, and he appears again, kind of leaning nonchalantly against the door, just like looking at his cat nails, just like, oh, my God. oh what are we doing? Are we are we finished? I love Friskin <laughs> so much. I love Friskin. <laughs> He's such a little shit. <laughs> There's one remaining guard in this room who can uh, still speak, which is the one that Idafa took his feet out, but all the other ones are either dead or unconscious. Um, I'm going to look at Friskin and be like, yeah, you didn't finish this one. It's like the one that I... Because <laughs> I know he likes to play with his food. He gestures you and he's like, oh, but that one is yours. You kill him. <laughs> okay. Okay, I will. Oh, I don't know how brutal I want to be. Be brutal. Okay, well I'm going to stomp on his, on his throat. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can safely say this version of Idafa is both a spy and a supermodel. Both of which are extremely high brutality. <laughs> yes. So brutal times brutal is probably fine for you to um, do a move here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna just step on his throat. I am. Um... Looks like this is alternate reality. This doesn't count. He stops screaming and eventually he stops breathing. Oh gosh. Just kind of burbles, burbles and bubbles. The room is clear for now. You have prevented any alarms from going off. You probably don't want to stay here for too long. What's your next move? Oh, guys, let's find the keys and then open this closet and then get all the gear we need and dress up as guards and then shove them all in the closet. The, the gear room on the map. Fantastic idea. That's a good idea. Karen starts rifling through the pockets of the guards to find the keys. Okay, so this was Flynn's suggestion first. So I'm going to okay. say... Flynn, you can roll an, invest an investigation check with advantage because Karen's helping you. Yeah. That's fine. Idafit and Frankie, both of you roll me insight checks. Insight. Oh. Um, 22 for investigation. You easily find the keys. Ida got a 17 for insight. Yeah, good. Frankie got a 10. Yeah. Idafit, this room is covered in blood. 
Um, <laughs> so even if you disguise yourselves, your cover is like, as soon as someone sees this room, your cover is blown anyway. You can take the time to dress as guards and move on, but like that might be time wasted given the mess that you've mm. made in here. That's true. I'm gonna just like to the group. I'll be like, so does anyone have like, I don't know, a water spell or something we can use to clean this place? I don't know. I have absorbed elements. Does that absorb blood? No. No. <laughs> blood is non element, Nathan. <laughs> this is <laughs> our total ass here, Bender. Yeah. <laughs> I can fireball burn it. No, 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 no. Let's just, let's just, okay. We should all have keys. Each of you have a set of keys from these guys. Are we Have we opened the gear room yet or not? Nah? Uh, you can if you want to. Yeah, I do. I just want to see if there's any cleaning supplies. <laughs> uh, yeah, roll me a quick investigation check. You only need to get higher than a 14. I got 19. It seems to be like the guards would come in here to get dressed for their shifts and pick up their weaponry. Um, you don't see any cleaning supplies in here. There's a little bit of food, like there's some, you know, cornflakes and stuff in here. But Ooh. for the most part... Sure, you can take the cornflakes. You don't see like a bunch of like blood be gone in here, for example, okay. like, like live decomposing these bodies. I have another idea. Do any of you guys have uh, a paper and like a pen or something? Yes. 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 Perfect. And I just grab grab the pen and paper and I write a sign that says, sorry, tomato soup fight. We'll clean later. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes! <laughs> okay, now we can stuff all of the bodies into the guard room and dress up as guards. I, wait, Idafer, roll me a roll me a deception check with disadvantage. Rude, <laughs> <laughs> but fair. Oh dear. Okay, so that's well, it's ten. It definitely yeah. says the words that you wrote down. Mm. You're not sure how convincing this is going. Like it took you. 10 seconds to find paper and write this note, you might have just bought yourself two seconds of time. Oh. It's 50 50, who knows? Yeah. Uh, yep, so you guys are able to put on clean uniforms without blood. Yep. So it takes you a couple of minutes to do this. You take the bodies and stuff them into the. Uh, into the closet and lock the closet. Yes. The, like, there's so many blood trails leading to this closet. <laughs> it's unfortunately, it's just the way that it is. It's very messy in here. Bro, we'll see if this bites us in the ass later. Okay. Now what? Now what I want to do is I know we've got the map of the prison, but I don't actually know what the bypass overlooks. Like, will it be suspicious if five guards just kind of bust out of the guard mess all at once and just go scampering across the stairs? because there's like windows into the general population or <laughs> is it just we should definitely split up yeah we should at least get someone just to peek their head around the corner and just see what's up there so karen's going to do that the bypass uh, is just a hallway with a few sets of stairs that lead down probably a total of one story okay so like general population is probably two tiers so this just yep. goes from the floor that is the top tier down to the floor that's the bottom tier there are a couple of windows but like it's not like a plain glass wall that everyone would see you it is it is like a okay. few small windows okay that's much better then she just kind of uh motions over her shoulder for everybody to follow her and she just kind of hustles hustles down the stairs she's going to be leading cool that's fine does anyone not do that i want to follow but i want to um pick up a spear as well yeah, you're all you're all kitted out. I'm gonna just use the same word. You've all got a baton and or a spear. Okay, cool. Karen's going stairs. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think it's useful for us to split up. So I'm gonna take Briskin. Okay. Because it's it's reasonable that there would be a tabaxi guard, right? Like they're not The thing is, is in this world a lot of guards tend from what you've noticed. And especially you, Ida, for being a tiefling, you would know that a lot of 
the Emperor's men appear to be either tieflings or demons with the occasional human, um, but there's much less diversity amongst the guard uh, in this world than what you would expect in the Yamesa that you don't remember. Well, yeah, I'm going to take Friskin and I'm going to go round the front, like um, like where we came in. Okay, into the into the entrance hall. Yeah, and I'm going to, I guess, open that gate that's key restricted that's like directly and almost directly in front of the entrance okay you you have keys so that won't that won't just, uh, bother you at all there's a hallway back there with two entrances and you know from the map that one of them leads to visitation and one of them leads to processing now with processing is there a glass window that the guard can see through like would they be able to see us in the hall uh it would be a bar cage so like it would be a like vertical bars to enter okay. that space so i could definitely see you i could definitely see you as you come through yes Okay, um... I will just mention that Friskin seems eager to go with Karen to the elevator. He seems hesitant to go another way, but he won't say why. <laughs> okay, do I... Oh, can I roll perception and just see if I notice this? Yeah, go ahead. It'll be insight. There is a 16. Yeah, you do notice this, and you're a little suspicious because Master Speck put you in charge of this mission, but he also seems to be working off of... You wonder if he has his own orders. Mm. Friskin, what's the deal? You seem a little reluctant. Oh, their mission is to go and find the uh, the child, the small boy, not to uh, not to break into the main population. This seems dangerous. Mm, well, I really just wanted to make sure that there weren't guards coming this way. Okay. Um. Tell you what, I'll have a I'll have a little listen. Uh, he's gonna roll a perception check. He got a twenty three. Oh, his little ears are like turning, and he's like plenty <laughs> of guards through there. Uh, no footsteps coming this way for now. Uh, when we were in the med bay, did I smell, like, health potions or anything? You wouldn't be able to pick up that smell. You just smelled, like, bleach. the, I guess, like, it, from me to you, Poppy, it's like that smell of, like, bleaching and cleanliness. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go back. I might just ask Friskin if he can go double-check the med bay for any supplies that would be useful. So he breaks off from you, and you're going to go down the stairs as well? Yeah. Meanwhile, oh, actually, meanwhile. <laughs> oh my God. I haven't done that joke for a little while. Karen, you're in front. Yep. Flynn and Frankie, you guys are both heading down the stairs as well. Yeah. Yep. You get to the bottom of the stairs and you can hear two voices coming from the, like, the other side of the door to the armory. Ooh. The first voice is, and another thing, this peacock seed you've procured for my headpiece is too smelly. <laughs> How am I supposed to keep my position if I'm smelling like bird seed? And the other voice says, um, I'm sorry, sir. I, um, you could try not wearing a live peacock on your head during business hours. <laughs> And the other one says, how dare you? Officer McSoul, I'll have your badge for this. You simply cannot speak to a superior this way. And then the, the other voice cuts off fairly abruptly. Karen turns to the other two and goes, what in all the gods' names was that? That sounded like Murphy. Well, people that worked there, for example. But I know one of them. You know one of them? But I don't know if he's on our side. Oh, who? who, who? Well, the, the one that was telling the other one. Oh, gosh. <sighs> It doesn't matter. <laughs> Should we go through? I mean, I can go and punch both of them if you want me to. If you're going to punch someone, just punch the, the one that sounded like the rich one. Okay, so I'm going to go for the one with the live peacock on his head. Karen, you you walk into the room? I burst into the room. Sure, you burst into <laughs> the room. I do not walk. 
There's only one person in this room. He's standing in like a little caged booth and he is standing like, he looks very bored. He's got his head resting on his elbows. And there's a muffled voice that sounds like it's coming from like a drawer or a cupboard or something like on his side of the of the space. Interesting. Um, can Flynn see who it is? It's it's Flynn Vi, you know for 100% certainty that that's Murphy. <laughs> can I push past Karen and be like, hustle to the, um, the window and then be like, I've got a secret mission and I've been told your name. You need to help us. Look, I'm just the desk guy in the armory. Just tell me what you want. And then leave me alone. We're going below, Murphy. Karen kind of has her fist out and she goes, Oh, oh, oh yes, of course. Um, <clears throat> uh, good to meet you. No, Karen, this is above Murphy's pay grade. Let us through. We're opening the door. Who's Murphy? This man. It's not, it's above your pay grade too. Let's go. Oh, he's gonna bustle them through. <laughs> There's a moment where Frankie at the back of the room, you and um, <laughs> you and Murphy like lock eyes for a second, and oh, in your yeah. head it's like, oh, I just died in your arms tonight. <laughs> and then Murphy snaps around and he's like, do you have clearance to use the elevator? Yes. yes. Am I here at this point? Have I made it back? Yeah, uh, Idafa, you walk into the room and he stands up straight and he's like, Ain't you the hottie from the billboards? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, no, no, uh, no. Uh, I am a guard, as you can see by my uh, my my outfit. Let us through. A uh, little tip there, toots. Uh, guards call our outfits uniforms. Uh, <laughs> supermodels would be what calls it outfits. So, what the hell's going on here? I'm gonna sidle up really close, like, like a lizard almost, because I'm like, I guess at the back of the group, but then I'm like. You know, like in cartoons, and like I disappear down, and then I just come up. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know, if a guard didn't tell other guards that there were people in here, maybe they would get front row tickets to my next show. Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> Are you batting your eyes? Absolutely. <laughs> Can I make a performance? Yeah, go ahead. Roll me a performance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is, um, 29. My god. He just, like, blinks for a second, and he's like, I hate this job so much. Any chance you're looking for a manager or, like, I don't know, just anything where I could just leave with you and not come back here ever again? Oh, absolutely. And I do that thing, like, I put my finger under his chin. I've got, like, slight claws, and it's like, you wait right here. <laughs> Frankie's chest is like, what's happening? Frankie has a blood nose. To, his <laughs> nose is like bleeding. Oh my God. What am I feeling right now? <laughs> what's going on? Oh, you absolutely got it. But I warn you, the only way back out of there is back up this elevator. So we got a deal and I'll let you back up. Do these look like the eyes of a liar? And I wink at him. An angel, maybe. <laughs> All right, you and your you and your friends get in, and I'll push the button. Good boy. And I pat him on the cheek. Thanks, Murphy. He leans into it just a little bit, and he makes like a, a like a hmm noise. <laughs> so you guys all pile into the elevator. Yeah, I've been asking like, where's Murphy? 
every single episode and Murphy came here and I was like, who's that? <laughs> who's this bitch? Who's this um, bitch? Is Riskin with us again, by the way? Uh, so as the elevator doors are closing, he just makes it into the Ooh. elevator with oh, you good. and hands out a couple of health potions to all of you. So everybody can add, uh, all, all four of you can add 2d4 plus 2 health potion to your inventories. Oh, The elevator descends for about 40 seconds. Frankie, you would know this technology. <laughs> it's on like a like a chain and pulley system. Um, it's definitely not like electrical. It's just like a... It descends in a safe manner, but there is like a clackety clackety clack noise to it. Uh-huh. Is there music? I was going to ask. No, I'm going to say yes because of that. I'll say yes, there is music. And it is Ida for humming. The doors open. On the other side, there's like a small sort of reception space. There's a few chairs in here, and behind a regular desk, not a barred desk, uh, there is a guard uh, who sees you all uh, and goes to, uh, like, he reacts in a negative way. Like, he sees you all, knows immediately that you're not supposed to be there, um, and starts reaching for his desk. <laughs> Sorry, when you said he reacts in a negative way, the first thing I thought was he just, like, gives us a thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He gives you a thumbs down as his other hand sl- <laughs> He's like, nah. Towards an alarm that he's got there. I would like to rage, please. Yeah, sure. And do what? I would like to use instinctive pounce to move half my speed as the bonus action on my rage towards him. I would like to use my tiger to extra to give give myself extra jumping. So vault over (laughs) the desk and just clock him right in the face just push him away from whatever he's reaching for roll me athletics check um, more than 20 and you successfully take him out more than 25 and you, and he's going to hit the wall behind him and get knocked out Woo! that is a 21 you do this move you like it, the same method as friskin you move so fast off the mark that you disappear <laughs> and you like you know vault over this desk um a double foot drop hit him <laughs> just straight in the head and he uh he collapses and is is stunned for a moment, but he's not knocked out. And Friskin like claps to himself. He's like, damn, that was a me move. Very good. <laughs> a me move. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to just continue uh, wailing on this guy. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't need you to roll for this. Um, you beat him up for a little while and, and he is he is down. Yeah, 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 yeah. She just, she takes him to the ground and just bam, 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 bam until he's down. On the disc, there are four buttons. Uh, One of them will let you through into the cells. Uh, One of them will sound an alarm. One of them sends the elevator back up and the other other one seems to be like a multifaceted button that uh, appears to operate uh, the doors to the cells. Oh, doors to the cells. Yeah, I'll press that one. Okay, a low pitched uh, horn sound uh, as all of the all of the doors at once all open oh my gosh and now open the door so that we can go into that room yes you need a key for that as well i'm ready so that, oh. that yep. room also <laughs> requires a key frankie's ready frankie's got it cool frankie go ahead so you unlock the door and you push it open on the other side of the room uh, there are eight cells that are in two rows facing towards each other all the doors are open peeking out of one of them you can see a bearded dwarf man <gasps> is that karen's husband is that- I don't know. You wouldn't know that. You've never seen him before. I don't know. Who's this weird dwarf guy? We're not here for him. He looks at you wearing your guard uniform and he's like, Hey, pig. Is, is this a test? Are you- And all of a sudden, Karen, you can hear Karen say, A dwarf guy? 
and she rolls that. Precious, precious, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know that. You know that scene in White Chicks where that guy's yes. like, "Move, bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> That's Karen. <laughs> Karen, you round the corner to the door, uh, and your eyes meet with Barrington Stonecutter. Oh. He breaks into a wide smile and he says, "My, my, ain't you a sight for sore eyes?" Mixel here, ready, willing, able, and I did not set that fire back there. I don't even know what fire you're talking about. Good piece of advice that I've followed recently is to keep your heart open to new opportunities. You never know what kind of supermodels might walk into your office and offer you a job in exchange for betraying everything you sort of hate and your terrible boss. Okay, bye!